special episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel and Bonnie here. Hi. Hi. Oh my god, I feel like it's been forever. Because it has. So this is just a bridge episode in between season two and three. So season two ended in the spring. And we are happy to announce that we're coming back with the season three of Messiness at the end of August. But so much has happened that we felt like we just needed a bridge episode to get you guys in the loop, caught up, and uh, so we can see if we still have this whole recording thing down, because it has been a while talking about celebrities. So <laughs> <laughs> on today's podcast, we're talking about Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, Miles Teller, um, yay, Beyonce, Lizzo, Britney Spears, Post Malone, and Justin Bieber. So this isn't our lengthy episode. Again, it's just a bridge episode to get us caught up, get you a little uh, taste, um, if you will, for what you can expect for season three. And uh, yeah, so let's jump in with the obvious, the biggest story, the the trial that has been watched around the world, just Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Uh, Vani, you have a lead on this one. I was not as invested as Vani. I knew what was happening, but Vani, girl, she was invested. Oh my god, from start to finish, this trial was complete ridiculousness, and I was there for every second of it. It was amazing. I, you know, I have to say right now that, first of all, fuck Amber Heard, fuck that bitch, and fuck any bitches that will shit in their dudes' beds because they're mad at them. Fuck them hoes. Like, it, was the, I, it was the dog. It, oh, okay. Yeah, her name was Amber, and she has blonde hair. Fuck that bitch. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> now, this trial had, like, more acts in it than a circus. It was ridiculous. It was amazing. I was here for Johnny's attorneys. They were on it. They were not taking any shit. Camilla, honey, baby girl, I love you. Way to put us Latinas out there. Like, I was for it. But my favorite, I think my but my favorite part of this trial was that expert that they brought out that was making all those funny faces and, like, shaking his head, that man. And David Johnny Depp was like, okay. And the most iconic thing, a pint. A pint of wine, you say. Like, mm, I can <laughs> see that. There's, like, memes everywhere. <laughs> I'm yeah. for it. So congratulations on Johnny Depp for winning that trial. And Amber Heard has been out giving interviews. She gave an interview, broke her silence, you know, after the jury of five men and two women ruled largely in Johnny Depp's favor. Now, he did get a $10 million settlement out of that, and she got a $2 million settlement. So basically, they said they were both at fault, only Amber was more at fault than Johnny. So Amber, like came out and said that this was a huge setback for the women's Me Too movement. Like, bitch, fuck you. How dare oh you God. use a legitimate movement? Like, I, I just, I can't. Like, there was so many recordings of her admitting to the shit that she had done, admitting to the abuse. I don't even know how the jury, like, literally just didn't, you know what, throw that bitch in jail. I know this isn't even the, uh, a trial like that, but guilty. That bitch is guilty. Fuck her. But, um, Alleged. so she... Oh, she is found guilty. I'll say allegedly, no, but no. not allegedly. She is. Not allegedly this time, whatever. So, now she did put out a statement um, whenever the verdict was read, and she said, the disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Does she mean the mountain of evidence against her? 
Like, I don't, I don't even, I don't understand. Did that bitch knock her head on a rock underneath them water scenes for Aquaman? Like, I, whatever. Anyway. So, um, she just said that she's sad and losing the case, whatever. Now, Johnny, Johnny Tep did give a statement, um, after the trial. And I have to tell you, um, I was like literally kind of in tears at the statement that Johnny get Depp gave after being vindicated, uh, you know, on winning this case and everything. And I kind of, it's like, I want to read it, but I don't want to read it because I don't want to be all super cry, whatever. All I can say is Johnny Depp, I am here for you. So I don't know. I I'm for it. Yeah. I mean, they found Johnny, you know, that Amber was in the wrong. I know that they caught Amber in a lot of, lies and i think we're going to kind of transition into like her well i think we kind of briefly touched about like how she's gone on this like pr tour after the the thing and i saw clips of this interview she was doing i don't know if it's already come out or if it's going to and the interviewer uh, interviewer was like they just didn't believe you they didn't believe you i was like oh well girl you just call it like it is so uh, yeah amber heard girl I also heard that heard about Amber Heard that uh, her scenes in the new Aquaman movie have been significantly cut. Right, because she did come out and she did adamantly say, I am not cut from Aquaman 2. While that may be the truth, her scenes, however, there are reports that she is going to be in less of the film. Now, um, they've reached out to Warner Brothers for any kind of comments on this, and they are staying, you know, tight-lipped about it all. So, uh, we actually don't know. Now, what, but what we do know is that, no, her scenes were not completely cut. So, she is still technically going to be in the movie. But, you know, I have to say, this being a huge win for Johnny is not just for Johnny, but it's for all men out there that have been any kind of abused by women and not believed because, just because they are a man. Like that, that's horrible. So I think, you know, something like this, even though it was more of like a defamation case or whatever, still, I hope it helps other men see that they are heard and they will be believed and, you know, they need to come forward because it is, it's sad. There are men out there that are abused, that are victims of domestic violence, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, shout out Johnny. Um Let's move on now from a horrible couple to a couple that is in love and is on vacation together and love each other and lovey dovey Pete and Kim. Mm -hmm. uh, so Pete Davidson, um, since we last recorded, has left SNL after eight years of being on the show. Um, he left the show uh, to pursue other opportunities. I know he had like a thing on Netflix and he's... He's obviously Pete Davidson's talented and he's blowing up, especially now being with someone named Kim Kardashian. So Pete and Kim have been not shy at all with their PDA. Uh, I, I just saw a photo of them in, I don't know, they, they were in some tropical somewhere, like they were in the ocean. And I was like, this is like, that's like the best shape I've ever seen Pete Davidson in. Mm -hmm. Oh, like yeah. Cut. I'm like, Kim, like Kim is getting him in the gym, y'all. Um, and so with that being said, they're not being shy about it. Um, I wonder if Yay, because Yay has been MIA, do you think he's seeing Pete go up to Kim's house every day because he lives across the street? So <laughs> I hope he is. I hope he is. But 
Okay, but look, the amount of gay not not in the media right now or just like kind of silent is a little scary. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm like, what is he cooking up? What is he doing? Is he okay? Has anybody checked on him? Is he, yeah, is he undead? Like, is he alive? Like, is he undead? Because mm-hmm. that is worrisome. The last we saw Ye, he was out with that Kim Kardashian lookalike, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, I bet she hates that he's going MIA because I'm sure she's with him for, for clout. Me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's not anywhere. So she's like, so I'm oh. like uh, that has to be awkward. Um, so Kim and Ye, they are officially done. Yes, right? they're done. Mm-hmm. And um, it's I know that Ye has a big deal. We've talked about in the past about uh, having their kids on social media and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that didn't stop Kim because she don't give a damn. She's still posting with the kids. She's still like, but pure period done. Uh, she's gonna do what she wants. She's posting with her man. Um, yeah. So, what are your just general thoughts on Pete and Kim? I didn't think they were gonna last this long. You know, I didn't either at first, but opposites really do attract. Now, I am here for the kind of relationship goals they're giving everybody right now. I like how they are kind of in the news, but not really in the news. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're kind of just doing their thing, and the only reason they're in the news is because they post on Instagram, like. Everybody else does. So, you know, we're going off their stories and everything. And I'm here for them getting that platinum blonde color together, matching each other. Like, I think that's so cute. And they just, they look, she looks happy. She looks happy. I'm so for it. And the kids, like, being on social media with them, you know, more power to her. For her, you know, not letting the um, yay dictate how she is with her kids or how she chooses to parent. Because in the end, that's how I believe it should be. When the kids are with you, they're with you and your parenting style. Leave it at that. When they're with me, you know what I mean? Like, that that's just how I, I think it should be. So, I, more power to her. I'm happy for her. Yes. So, let's move on from America's Couple at the moment to the number one movie in America, Top Gun. What is it? Maverick? Yes. Um, so... Confession, I have not watched the original Top Gun. I thought it was on HBO Max, and then I got on HBO Max. I didn't even bother searching for it because I just started watching another, like a new show. So I'm like, mm, do I have time for it's a movie? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Whatever. Like, I have shows on Netflix. I'm like, I don't have time for an hour and a half movie, but I can watch a, a series with three seasons, an hour each episode. I'm like, count me in. Um, mm-hmm. I'm that person. So yeah, Top Gun. It literally feels like we're back in the 80s because the number one song on Billboard last week was a song that was on Stranger Things by, I don't know what her name was. I don't know who she is, but like she had a number one song in the 80s and now she has a number one song now. Uh, Top Gun is the number one uh, movie in the country and it was back then. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, Bonnie, take it away with Top Gun Maverick and... <laughs> Yeah. I've been waiting. Um, I've been waiting for this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Top Gun Maverick has made a amazing, amazing amount of money um, opening up here domestically, not just domestically, but worldwide as well. Domestically, it has brought in over four hundred million dollars at the box office, and um, worldwide, it's at seven hundred and forty-seven million dollars. 
I, okay, look, first of all, I love the original Top Gun movie. You must, must watch it immediately like literally to-do list, but this movie came in and I'm glad they did not release it when it was first set to release. Cause there's no way it would have done this good in a COVID world that we were in. It needed to be released in the movie theaters. So I went and watched it of course, as soon as it, as it opened and I was blown away. Like the amount, the writers of this sequel really wanted to take you like back and have you on like this emotional roller coaster throughout the whole movie because there was so much, they paid like really good homage to the original, but they still kept it fresh and, and new and they brought in new talent and the young actors that came in with this. Well, let me tell you, they bounced off of each other so well. And one of them in particular, whoo, Okay, so the original movie has an iconic beach scene where they're playing volleyball, shirtless, you know, all the guys, Tom Cruise, everybody else, Val Kilmer. Well, in this one, they had a beach scene as well, and it was a football scene. Oh, my, Miles Teller, where is he at? Miles Teller can come get it every day of the week, three times on Sunday. Ugh. Girl, this is, not, this is not your podcast, Bitches Who Brunch. This is pop culture. I'm so glad it's not because I'll be talking about his mustache and handlebars and all that good stuff because okay. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> so Miles Teller has become a TikTok sensation thanks to this movie. Now, he had just recently did an interview where he sat down and he said that in the beginning, Tom Cruise sat him down and tried to prepare him for how this movie was going to take off and how the fan base was going to accept it and start to treat Miles. You know, Miles has been in a couple of other movies with big fan bases like the Divergent series and whatnot. But he was, he said he was, yes, he was an asshole in the Divergent series. Like literally it wasn't, (laughs) I was not trying to get at him in that movie, (laughs) but this one, anyway, um, so uh, he said he did not believe that, like he didn't understand that it was going to be how it is. And now he's like this heartthrob and he's a TikTok sensation. He's got, it's the fan base. Like it's huge. He was not prepared. He was not ready for it. But he said like, he's so happy about it. He's humbled. He's blessed. And he just loves it. He's got to be a part of this legacy, which I think it was. And they want to, I heard there's rumors about them branching off and doing like, called phoenix so i can't i can't wait for that because i loved her character in the movie i thought she was going to be a little bit more out there but she wasn't but it gave you a nice little tidbit into that character Hmm. well just for everyone listening top gun is not on netflix so oh it's not oh they took it off boo yep so i definitely watching it whatever i'm gonna send you my Uh, my my my, uh amazon prime link so you can go oh oh it's on amazon prime i can watch it then (laughs) okay so moving on now we're gonna wrap up the show with some musician news there's a lot happening in the music world but i want to start with lizzo so Lizzo is getting ready to launch her um, next album. I believe it comes out in July or August. Um, but she just, uh, last Friday of the recording of this, released a new song called Girls. And I say it like that because it's G with three R's, L-S, so Girls. Um, and she is facing a lot of backlash after using a this like um 
an owl, they say an albeus term um, that uh, a bunch of disability activists are coming for her. And she was called out on Twitter and everywhere online for using a word. I don't know. It's like spaz, like S-P-A-Z, spaz. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that that was a trigger word. Sorry if that's a trigger word. Well, people came for her throat saying all kinds of shit. Um, the quote to the opening verse was, hold my bag, bitch, hold my bag. Do you see this shit? I'm a spaz. Well, people were freaking the fuck out. People were, like, saying how she's an activist and blah, 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 and how dare she, because this word um, is slang from the term spastic and is, like... I don't know. I like again, it's like a big deal, I guess. Someone told her, quote, my disability cerebral palsy is literally classified as spastic diplegia, where spasticity refers to unending painful tightness in my legs. Your new song makes me pretty angry and sad. Spaz doesn't mean freaked out or crazy. It's an obvious slur. It's twenty twenty two. You need to do better. Um, other fans called her out for not being inclusive, um, explaining how the word has come to be used as a slur and that it's very offensive to the disabled community, both on the internet and offline. Another fan shared, uh, um, quote, as someone who champions women, plus size people and others whom society treats poorly, Lizzo preaches, uh, Lizzo preaches inclusive inclusivity and should do better. Shame on her. So, um, yeah, so Lizzo responded, and obviously she said, quote, uh, it's been brought to my attention that there is a harmful word in my new song, Girls. Let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. As a Fat black woman in America, I've had many hurtful words used against me, so I under I understand the power words can have, whether intentionally or in my case unintentionally. I'm proud to say there's a new version of girls with a lyric change. Uh, this is the result of me listening and taking action. As an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being part of the change I've been wanting to see in the world. So, what are your thoughts on, first, her getting backlash for that? Two, did you know that was offensive? And three, her taking change immediately and owning up and saying, you know what, I didn't know that bothered with some people, sorry. And she completely changed the entire lyric from the song. Hmm. What are your thoughts? <laughs> well, hmm. Well. <laughs> no, well, first off, I did not know that the term spaz was considered derogatory towards any like you know group of people or anything like that I will like I will I've used that term many times to describe myself because I feel like I can be a little spasmatic you know uh with that stuff but isn't there like a singing group called the spasmatics but well that's here local they're like a yeah but they're Right, right, a cover band. They're awesome. I love them. See, so, I, you know, to me, I wouldn't have, like, even, it would not have been, like, a thought in my mind. Like, I would not even have, ah, 
I don't know. It's, I feel like this day and age, like, it's like, what the fuck can we say? Can I say fuck? Like, I, I don't know. It's every, everybody's offended by everything. And if we start removing everything that's offensive, like, I mean, I, I get it. I guess I get it. I just, uh, I don't know. Like to me, it's not like the R word. You know what I mean? Like that, that's bad. Can't be saying that R word or anything like that. Um, I definitely don't like it when people like use that term or anything like that. Um, I don't think Liz, uh, Lizzo was talking about herself in that when she said it. So I don't see anything, but I can't speak for other people. So if, but the way, the way that I see it is if, if you took offense to that, maybe that's something you got to work within yourself because Lizzo was not saying that towards anyone else. She was saying that about herself. Yeah. So like for me, says, that's what, like, just like she says in her statement, I'm a fat black woman. Some people yeah. say, Oh my God, how dare she say she's fat and black? Well, exactly. What she is. Exactly. So do I think that she, I don't think an artist should have to change anything about like, that's their, that's their work that's their art exactly i don't think that we should be able to dictate what they put out there if that's the case then i want every rap song or any kind of like hip-hop song that uses the n-word take it out change it it offends people Mm -hmm. it's offensive but but that's not that's stupid like i i don't know i on this one but i give props mad props to lizzo for listening to her fan base. I don't know if it was the majority of her fan base, like what percentage of her fan base was doing this, but I give her props for wanting to please everyone with that. Like I, she's I, never going to, so I don't know why she did. Yeah. I, I respect, I respect her for doing that. I don't think she should have had to. Same, same. So, so uh, let's stay with the divas now and move on to Beyonce. Beyonce has shook at the world. Uh, Bonnie doesn't really care about this topic because she's not a Beyonce stan. She likes old Beyonce, like Destiny Child Beyonce. Um, but Beyonce is shook at the world because this past week she went and deleted all of her social media profile pictures. This bitch always does this and what i say this bitch i mean with the most endearing way possible because if you've listened to any of our episodes you know that i am beyonce's number one fan um she shook at the whole world because she deleted her profile pictures she hasn't post she posted one time this month in june and to be no, 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 keep on. oh i was like what happened well no because i'm, I'm looking at her instagram and i'm her they back her profile picture. Oh, the profile picture. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Her profile picture is so gone. Well, she posted once this month, and then before that, she hadn't posted since, like, April or March or something. And, mm-hmm. well, people started commenting, like, oh, what's happening? Because anytime she does something cryptic like that, it's, it's like, you know, whatever. Well, then the day or two after she broke the internet from just the taking down her picture... You could go like on her website, you could look up like a certain link. It said like B7 album or something. And it was like something about we broke the internet, try, come back and try again. And then um, her mom has been cryptically posting videos of Beyonce singing. And like there was one that she posted and it said, 
Uh, I miss your singing, something, something, can't wait to hear you again. And then she posted a video of when Beyonce sang with Prince, like, like a couple days ago, and how that was Beyonce's dream. And so her mom has been, like, liking people's comments about waiting for the B7 album, because that's, you know, the next album for Beyonce's seventh. Um, and so, yeah, for all the Beehive members out there, shit is going down in the Beyonce world because Ivy Park, her clothing brand just released a new line. So I don't see it being an Ivy Park thing. Um, I think that she is going, she's known to just drop an, drop an album. She's known whenever she feels like it, she just does it. So that is happening um, soon, hopefully. And I just wanted to touch on it because I'm obsessed and I wish I could break the internet just by taking down my profile picture. <laughs> I know. I mean, that definitely is something. And how do you break the internet and get on Good Morning America by taking down your profile picture? How do you do that? And then on her Instagram, her followers, who do, I mean, her following, who does she follow? Zero. Nobody. <laughs> Not a single fucking person. That's how many people are important to her. Not even her own mom. So Nope. Don't even be- follow her. Beyonce is like Taylor Swift, though. She has been known to have fake Instagrams and fake Snapchats and stuff. So Taylor Swift mm-hmm. is like very famous for that. And Beyonce is as well. So yeah, that is Beyonce. I want to now move on to Justin Bieber. Um, he recently had to cancel some shows. And uh, Bonnie, you have the lead on what's going on with Mr. Justin Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber. Now, I will tell you, I was a little shook. Um when I saw his story pop, it, uh, pop up on my TikTok, because I wasn't expecting it and I hadn't heard anything about it. I think it like came up on my story feed like a couple of hours after he posted it. So it was really sad in this video. He is talking to his fans and you can clearly see paralysis in his face. So he is battling um, a pretty serious virus and he goes into to depth about his Ramsey Hunt syndrome. That's what it's called. Now, it affects the nerve in his ear, causing paralysis on that side of his face. Uh, He's unable to blink through one of his eyes. He can only smile through one side of his mouth. And he's been apologizing to his fans left and right for having to miss, you know, his recent shows and said that it's actually pretty serious um, and he needs to take an undetermined amount of time off to work on getting healthy, rest, and, you know, do all that. He said he was doing some facial exercises that are supposed to help and work with that and uh, hopefully get back to normal. Um, and that's really all he went into into detail about. He did talk about like postponing more shows coming up because he wasn't sure, you know, but he just wanted his fans to know that he's remaining optimistic and positive, you know, but he just asked for everybody's understanding at this time. And, you know, I it, it's crazy to see like what, you know, because I think of Justin Bieber and he's still like, the little kid that's singing baby, baby, baby. And, you know, to see him like this, it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, I saw that too. That was sad. And I actually, I couldn't imagine having that. Whenever I was younger, I suffered from something. I don't remember what, it wasn't that, but it was something else. I was in high school and half of my face was paralyzed um, temporarily. It was for like a week or two. And no, it was like two or three weeks actually, because I had to go to therapy and get like mm-hmm. needle injections and I had like muscle like I had to like move like my muscles and do exercises and um I mean so it's not like a virus or anything that I had but I was like man I can't imagine going through what I went through but being 
held like to such a high he people are waiting for his concert tickets and you know the pressure alone probably from that and the stress probably I imagine it probably made him physically sick as well. Like it probably did right. not help his situation because he knew that he had to cancel shows or postpone them and then announce that as well. So I think that's all I can imagine. What he's right. About. And the Ramsey Hunt syndrome, according to the Mayo Clinic, it occurs when a shingles outbreak affects the facial nerves um, near one of your ears. So um, he did say something about like his ear or something. So. Yeah, it is. It's coming from his ear. So we wish Justin Bieber all the best, and uh, hopefully he, you know, gets past this, you know, sooner rather than later. Yes. So our last two topics here, we're wrapping up with good news. So I want to talk about Post Malone, not someone we normally talk about, but he just announced on he was on the Howard Stern show and announced that he's officially a father of a baby girl. Um, he said that, um, he woke up to go to the recording studio and that he kissed his baby girl on the way out. He threw that in there. Nobody hadn't even heard about it. So apparently TMZ saying the child was actually born last month in LA and that he didn't ever announce the pregnancy, um, until early May. Um, but it never got this much traction until he actually said it. Um, the, no one knows the baby girl's name yet. And not only that, but he actually did say to Howard and revealed that he is also engaged now. Um, no one knows who this person is, who she is. She's anonymous. She's allegedly. Um, but congratulations to Post Malone. Uh, I know his music's very, very popular. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of his songs because I'm just, that's not, I'm not his demographic, but I do know that he's a major force in pop culture. So shout out to Post Malone. Congratulations on the baby and the engagement. So. Yeah, most definitely. Very happy for him. And this girlfriend apparently has been a longtime girlfriend of his. Yeah. So I'm on shout out to them for keeping it secret like that. Yeah, that's hardcore. That's like Beyonce and Jay Z moves before they were like when they, you know, they nobody knew really for a long time. And now look, Post Malone doing the same shit. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. We're ending this bridge episode with Britney Spears. Um, she's out of her legal troubles, kind of. She got some <laughs> other issues going on, but we want to say congratulations, Britney. You're married. Congratulations. Um, with that being said, uh, before we get into the things that happened uh, at the wedding, which Bonnie's going to cover that drama, I do want to, you know, when we all think Britney Spears, we're like, okay, she has a lot of money. She's getting married. She doesn't have a conservator. So I'm kind of worried for her. Well, worry not, friends. She actually has a prenup. And from what hey. my understanding uh, TMZ says that they came to an agreement before the wedding that Britney's over, you know, million dollar fortune is protected. Uh, sources close to the couple told the outlet that they have an ironclad prenup in place and it restricts Sam from receiving any of the money the pop star has made up until. Okay, this is where it's kind of like weird. Up until this point. Hmm. Uh, that's a reported $60 million. The outlet also seems to suggest that he'll be making nothing off of his wife's future earnings as well. 
Um, and so, yeah, that came after, you remember Octavia Spencer, we talked about that, how she commented mm-hmm. and said, make him sign a prenup and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know if Brittany took Octavia's thing, but I'm sure she is learning from past mistakes. And she got a prenup. And I was worried when I read the part saying that he wasn't going to earn anything from her past earnings. But it is also said to be included in there that he won't get anything from Brittany if they don't work out, which I hope they do because she seems very happy. So with that being said, and their big day, you know, prenups done, weddings here, the big day, we're super excited. And then, Bonnie, let's end the show. What happens? Well, what wedding wouldn't be complete without your stalker ex-husband crashing the show? So it has been reported that Brittany has fired her entire security team and hired new ones because they allowed her ex-husband to get onto the property and crash the wedding. Not only that, but like really just get inside of her house. So Jason Alexander, armed with a knife, by the way live streamed himself getting into Britney's property and inside to the second level of the home, demanding to see her on the wedding day. Now, fortunately he was not able to make contact with the singer, thank God or anyone else. Um, and then he was arrested. Uh, he was in, uh, in court Monday, you know, being arraigned on charges of vandalism, trespassing and battery. And the judge also added a felony stalking charge and granted Brittany a three year restraining order against Jason. So thank, you know, thank goodness for that. But holy shit, security team, the fuck? I'd have fired their asses too. Mm, so I would have fired them, sued them, done everything I could, whatever I could. All of that. And Jason, the fuck are you doing, bro? The fuck? Like, <laughs> like I can't. So, yeah, what a fucking disaster. But with that being said, they were happily married. Besides that little hiccup, um, everything went off the sm- like a just smooth. I love the pictures that she posted of like squad, yes. like Paris that was Hilton. Fire. Was a, Paris Hilton was the DJ. For those of you that don't know, Paris Hilton actually turned down. She was supposed to DJ somewhere else, and they were going to pay her millions of dollars, and she turned down that gig to DJ at her friend Britney's wedding. And she mentioned, she being Brittany, mentioned she got to kiss Madonna again. Um, Selena Gomez was there in the squad. They that And Drew Barrymore. I was like, it was kind of a random group of people. But it really looked, was. They looked very gen, genuinely happy, though. And I Madonna, really... You really can't see anything from Madonna's facial expression. So she was probably happy, but... Oh. <laughs> Like we can't tell the Botox won't let us, but um, I'm here for the post that Brittany um, put out on her Instagram. She said, I am happy on y'all. Happy, happy, happy. My friend watched the video of the party and to be exact, Madonna fell three times. Selena Gomez fell two times and I fell once all because of the rose petals. I'm surprised I didn't fall every five minutes and no, I didn't drink one sip of alcohol. I can't drink a lot. True story. 13 years of being in a concert. So she goes on to talking about how and why she can't drink. She basically just puts a whole story in here about the night and how much fun it was. So I, I am so happy for her. Congratulations, Brittany. 
congratulations to Brittany. We love you, girl, queen. Um, yeah, so that was it for this uh, bridge episode, mini episode, whatever you want to call it. We just wanted to get back on here, talk about, get you guys caught up, give you something to hold you over to the end of August. Until then, make sure you check out our other podcasts like Bitches Who Brunch. Our other podcast, Oh So Petty, will also be coming out in late August. We're excited to re- we're revamping that and kind of coming back fresh. And Bridges to Brunch now live streams. Bonnie, you want to talk about that a bit before we wrap? Oh, yes. Yeah. So you guys check out Bitches to Brunch. We live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. That is going to be on Facebook and YouTube Live. Uh, if you need links for that, just go ahead and check us out. Also on our Instagram page at BS Who Brunch Podcast. Uh, check out our Instagram, personal Instagrams at Bonnie Smiles. Like we are so excited for this. We actually have. Um, we're about to go because we got to film an episode tonight, but that will be airing on every podcasting platform next Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you guys at the end of August. Bye. My guys. Bye. bye.